Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. If you're a new listener, then hi, thanks for dropping by. I'm glad that you managed to find us. If you're returning, then many thanks for returning for another episode. Off the Arrow Shelf is aimed at promoting the hobby of field archery in the UK. So, hi guys, and welcome to this, which I think is now the fifth podcast from Off the Arrow Shelf. I'm not losing track. So, trying something a little different today. I'm first off, I'm using a very loose script to try and keep track of what I'm going to be saying. And secondly, I'm actually standing up to do this podcast rather than sitting at my desk. This isn't a new keep fit routine. It's simply the fact it's been a really intense week and I have spent way, way too much time sat at my desk working. So I thought I would try and do this standing up. It may be terrible. It may work really well, but who knows? Anyway, so today what I want to talk about is uh, resources, archers, um, and the ability to find resources on the net. There is so much out there, but with that there comes a little bit of a danger of researching archery and researching how to shoot on the net. Um, There's dangers of voicing an opinion or people giving their opinions as facts. So what I'm going to be talking about is just taking a few uh, seconds and thinking about what you're reading, processing what's going on, filtering it and sorting it. As I said, there are hundreds of hours of video you can watch on YouTube. I've lost track of the many how many podcasts I've listened to or sites I've looked at and then we've got forums and what have you um the issue is it an issue my concern our voice as a concern is that sometimes especially when it comes to social media there's a bit of a flip side or a darker side to it people myself included like to voice their opinions they like to voice ideas and routes that they're going through with their own shooting but sometimes these can come across as facts, um, especially if you're quite passionate about something. Um, these can be almost a right, you've got to do this or you've got to be like this. Um, got to do things this way. And uh, in the last podcast, for those of you who may have listened to it, if not, why not? No, only joking. Um, go back and have a listen to it. I was talking about instinctive archery and trying to give my perspective of it. Um, it's a very personal thing Uh, I don't expect everybody to agree with it I don't expect people to say yes that is exactly how I see it but it's my perspective it's my viewpoint I try to make that clear but I know there are topics like instinctive archery which get you flamed get you attacked and it's that that I want to talk about along with, that's a bit of a social media, but along with sort of just being a little selective when you're watching something and you're watching other resources. So it's kind of a word of warning. When I started down this route of shooting, uh, I first picked up a bow in 
the late 80s. I didn't touch one again until about 10, 15 years ago. And in that time, the internet had come online. And there is so much material, there's so many things um, that are fantastic. There are so many websites. There's, you know, I've, I've spoken previously about Grizzly Jim and um, his Archery Adventures site. There's New Sensei, there's the Push Podcast, there's Archery 101, and there's just YouTubes. Um, there's uh, Bearbow Archery, there's again the Push, there's Archery Geek um, Outdoors, which are podcast sites. And there's so much out there that it can get quite bewildering, is what I was trying to say. Almost uh, a bit too much at times, and you begin to kind of drown in all that information. Which means that you've got to be really careful, I think, about what you read and, and what you what you come across. Because there will be situations where people will turn around and say, right, this is the facts. These are the facts. And actually, if you do a little bit more digging, you find out that that's not the facts. Um, I'm going to give you uh, an example. I was on a forum recently, and they were talking about a phrase which I actually thought was an archery phrase, which is, keep it under your hat. I've been told it was all to do with medieval archers keeping this uh, bow, spring, bow, spring, bow springs, bow strings, spare bow strings. See, this standing up my like it doesn't work. I'm obviously uh, not thinking sufficiently and trying to concentrate on staying stable whilst I'm standing. No, I haven't been drinking before anybody says it other than um, an awful lot of coffee. So, we were going back to what I was saying, keeping it under your hat, people would say, and I was told this, yes, an archery term, it's not actually an archery term. I did a lot of research on this because I, I kind of wanted to know the facts and I, because I thought it would be a, a good example of a, for the podcast. Keeping it under your hat phrase was first documented around about the 19th century, and it was associated with people saying, right, well, what do you have under your hat? It's your head, and it's the concept of keeping a secret, keeping the knowledge in your head. There is evidence that medieval archers did carry spare strings under their hat and uh, in their hair because the, the fact that it kept the strings dry but also the natural oils in your hair helped to maintain the strings is also a fact. But, well, as far as I'm, from what I've, I've found so far is a fact. If I'm wrong, let me know off the arishelf.com or uh, off the arishelf at yahoo.co.uk. Please send it in to me. The fact that people were saying it's an archery term isn't actually a fact. It's actually um, what people believe and they put two and two together and not necessarily have come up with the right answer. So why am I saying this? Why am I going into so much detail about this sort of thing? Well, it revolves around a video I saw, it must have been about a year or so ago, about somebody dry firing their bow. Now, dry firing their a bow is a really bad thing to do. And dry firing is when you draw back your bow to effectively your anchor or partially to your anchor with no arrow being loaded in the bow and you let the string go. And what will happen is that all the energy that's stored in those limbs you know, will go flying forward and it's got nothing to push forward. It's got no arrow as a projectile. It's not got nothing to absorb that energy other than the limb and other than yourself. And you 
Sadly, I have seen it happen. Here, an almighty bang, and the bow breaks. Either the limbs break, um, if the compound. I've seen them delaminate. Uh, de sorry, not delaminate. Um, what's the word when they come off the uh, uh, the pulley systems? Oh, it's gone. Definitely standing up is not helping. Maybe I need to sit down. When I'm talking. Uh, can't multitask. Um, but what I'm going back to saying is that dry firing a bow really bad. But somebody did a spoof video about dry firing a bow, and then other people picked up on this and said, "Oh yeah, this is fine to dry fire a bow. It's not a problem." And an awful lot of bows got broken. So you've got to have an element of actually sitting there and filtering through the information that's on there. Check the facts. Don't just take one perspective. Grizzly Jim said this before, and loads of other people, the push, have said this. Um, they've turned around and they've said, "Look, go out." watch as much as you can and start filtering it don't take the first youtube video as gospel don't take the second youtube video start looking at it and seeing how people do things differently because it's very easy to believe what is said out there you think oh why well, it's written down you know I've, I've written hundreds of thousands of words on my blog site and they're not necessarily a hundred percent um, useful for everybody. Yeah. Some people will find it useful, other people don't. And that's the important thing. If you don't find something useful, that's not a problem. Yeah. If you don't find it useful, fine. But don't then attack the person because of the fact you don't agree with them. There's an old adage that um, an opinion can never be wrong, it can only be different. And the problem that I've seen, especially very recently on one forum I was on, where it became quite a, a slanging match and it became quite personal, you weren't um, discussing the actual problem. They were questioning the knowledge of the person, saying, well, you're obviously not a true archer because you don't understand how this works. The gentleman in question was offering a different opinion. He was offering a perspective that he'd encountered. And this can put off a lot of newbie archers because they go onto a site, they ask what is to them a, you know, an instant question like, I've got a 35 pound recurve, what arrow should I buy? And that's a pretty common question I've had it. And you've kind of got to turn around and say, well, okay, kind of what's your draw line? What do you want to be shooting? Do you want to be shooting carbons, alleys? Do you want to be traditional and shoot some wooden arrows and get some more details? Turning around and sort of saying to the person, well, you should know this. You know, you've done an introductory course. You should be able to buy that. Don't waste our time. That's the wrong thing to do. So what I'm kind of trying to get at is that there's a, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of forums out there, but please take your time to actually read them take your time to actually review the videos that are out there and also look at lots of different ones if you're answering questions from somebody just take a second and try and think about how you're going to answer it um, i know i've been on the the wrong end of somebody uh being quite vocal let's say but likewise, you don't want to be that person because you don't know how that person's come to archery. They may have come to it by being self-taught. They may have done an archery GB course and suddenly got into field or they've done field and they don't want to go to target. And there are differences there. 
yes, you're all shooting arrows from a bow, but how you might have been taught. Um, I spend a lot of time talking to other coaches and looking at other systems and other processes. My wife's a coach. My wife's also a coach for a scouting organization in the UK. And the way that they teach kids how to shoot and to load their bow is very prescribed. The way that they you draw back is very prescribed because of the target audience. That doesn't mean that's the only way. It is a route. Um, so just think about that. Think about the fact that people have come to this from different angles and go out there and read and watch as many sites as possible. Take your time to look at them because your brain needs time to process that information. The brain needs time to sort of watch a video um, and go, right, okay, I've watched it once. I, you're not going to know everything in that video. Watch it two or three times. If somebody's trying to talk to you about how to um, shoot your bow, chances are they will co be coaching you and they will try and get you to, to repeat it time and time again so you start developing. It's not, there's no magic um, arrow, I think I've used the phrase when I talked about target panic. There's no magic arrow out there that will fix everything. You've got to spend some time to actually sit down and start filtering what's out there. Start thinking, actually, yes, that does sound right to me. This does feel right to me. You know, you might be uh, somebody who shoots naturally uh, split fingers. You might find that more comfortable than using three fingers under. You might find that you don't particularly like doing the traditional T draw. You would much rather do a push-pull draw. Yeah. All these things are unique to you as to how you start developing, how you start coaching, or how you start reading other materials. Now, I was going to try and give a list of a load of different resources and websites because I've been listening to absolutely tons and tons of stuff. Um, I was listening to Off-Center off Archery recently, recently, which is uh, Stefan Anthony's um, site, and that was came back from uh, Archery Deep archery geek outdoors who said oh they're a really good site to listen to and they they it is actually a really good podcast to listen to the uh phrasing can be a little bit blue at times it can be a little bit uh boisterous but it's a husband and wife duo and they are, i i can really get on with that because it's very similar to how me and the other half sometimes have um discussions um so there's a that's 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 quite cool. I quite like them. As I said, there's a load of stuff out there. There's Richard Head Longbow, who's there's a YouTube channel, um, Ashley 101, New Sensei. Um, there's loads of YouTube stuff out there. Um, far too many sites for me to try and go through today. The key thing is they'll go out there, watch it. Um, some people like binge watching stuff. I tend to watch two or three. And then sort of sit back and watch them again and, and, and try and make sense of them. Just because otherwise you can get overwhelmed. And it's very easy to have that when you're first starting out. So, sorry this has been a bit of a rambling kind of subject. And it was partly because I wanted to put something out there to make people realise that there are so much... So, such a diverse selection of archery out there of different styles and how you can actually be taught 
but the crucial thing is one size doesn't fit all you've really got to kind of look at it watch them listen to them maybe try it but spend some time actually filtering it and making sure that it does actually make sense what's being said that it's not um, like I said before the spoof video of drawing back and dry firing your bow that's that's a no-go nobody should ever do that um, but the point being is it'd be very easy if you saw that and you thought all oh, right that's the right thing to do go out and do it and maybe um, blow your bow apart don't just spend some time watch them think about it go back you know talk to your friends go on a forums spend some time reading spend some time you know listening to what people are saying and also try and have a bit of a thick skin because sometimes on some of the forums people can get really vocal and they will get to the stage of saying I know best well they might know more they might not they might just have a louder voice thanks for listening take care thanks for listening to this podcast if you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts then drop me a line my email address is off the shelf at yahoo.co.uk that's off the shelf at yahoo.co.uk or you can check out the website offthearrowshelf.com I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.